church boys. So, Lucas, it appears that you have not fallen into a hole yet. I see that you're the wall, at least the wall behind you is still intact. <laughs> it, well, this, she was putting it's up actually drywall. a backdrop. It's she, a backdrop. She was putting up drywall today. <laughs> For the record, I was putting up drywall today. Uh-huh. Oh, I misgendered you, I'm which sorry. is why I have a hat on because I well, showered I like and didn't do my hair. Does it affect have... your hair dye when you put a hat on? It's like <laughs> your shoe shine. Does that does that affect you? There is no hair dye in this hair. I will never not. I will never not doubt your claims. I have a couple. Let me get hair. close to the camera here. You just have a, you see these? I do. I see a few gray ones in there. A few gray my ones whole in the head beard. is going gray. My I head have, goes more gray every day. I don't have any gray in my beard, as you can see. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, so Lucas, when you're wearing like the the face mask that I know you love to wear, does and, and if your head gets wet, <laughs> like if you walk if you walk out into rain, does does the dye like go onto your mask? Like, does it leak onto your like black streaks onto your? <laughs> Just be. I actually had somebody on TikTok the other day. They put on my video. They said you can't trust a guy with hair that good. That was the response <laughs> of the guy. And I love that you're such a tween that really you are is. on TikTok. Oh. I am on TikTok. In fact, he I'm was just quite well there just too. before we started recording this. He was regaling us with the success of one of his recent. Yes, I, I've had a couple uh, semi-viral videos here lately. Got one with a half of or a quarter million views. Billy's uh, semi-viral, but in another way. Yeah. So what is your? <laughs> So just so everybody knows, we're looking at Billy right now in his feed. His his camera is completely blurry. <laughs> it's like which makes no like sense because now I'm on a hard wire. It's like it, it looks like somebody drew him in kid pics. That's right. I'm on a hard wire. It makes does, no sense. He does look like a Minecraft character right now. He I mean, does. this is. Yeah. I feel like I feel like it has something to do with East Bumble, where Chris, whenever Chris gets on, I'm telling it's you, it's like it's a documentary, and he's got some sort of like <laughs> like he's telling. I'm in, I'm in Chris's telling, bunker. Okay, it was an inside job right now. That's, that's what's right. happening. So he's just so everybody protection. knows. I, every day, Chris and I have an argument about COVID just to have one. There's nobody even really believes half the things that they're saying. I mean, he COVID-19. might. Um, <laughs> and, and so when we have these arguments, I just I want to trigger Chris because he's untriggerable. Everybody knows this who knows Chris. And I'll be like, well, I know you're on the side of saying COVID is an inside job. And that's like the closest I can get to triggering him. You're, and, you know, you think and, that's, COVID and that is because, as I have told you before, there's a part of me that goes, does he... I don't think he thinks that. I don't think he thinks I think that. But th- that's the Which one thing you want to know. But that's yeah. as close as that is as close as you get to pissing me off. All right, but we have to go back to Lu- Lucas. Is still remodeling his house, week ninety three. Yes, yes, the remodel is going for quite some time. Uh, today we, uh, I got some drywall up, did a little mudding. <laughs> And, so I, um, d- I doubt that though. See, that's facial mudding. Facial mudding. I don't. I don't, yeah. mudding I don't, I don't believe. I don't believe him. Do you actually believe him, Billy? That he no. did these things? No. No. She's no too pretty. <laughs> hey, I am. Uh, I'm multi talented. This is I, the guy uh, who's. I'm, sits- I'm not great at muddy, so I'll do the first. I'll do the tape, and then I have a guy that comes in and does the final coat. This is the. This is the guy, Billy, who sits out on his deck's deck and films <laughs> his wife tending the oh, yeah. lawn as he reads his. Sixth book oh, of the week. Oh man, man! So what's been going on in um, the money pit? So yeah, we we're supposedly getting uh, actually the plumbers coming tomorrow to put the uh, a toilet on our first floor because that's been gone for quite some time. So he's doing the install on that, and uh, the electric is pretty much done. Um, waiting on the floors. That's the big item. So got to finish kind of laundry room, bathroom, and then floors throughout the first floor. So. We are, we're close, but 
Man, still you, a little a little crazy around here. And so um I just I was actually your wife sent me a recording of you uh <laughs> reacting to this. This is this is Lucas and Chrissy do it working on their house. <laughs> anyway, have you seen Money Pit with was it right, Tom, Hanks. Is it Tom Hanks and Shelley Duvall? Who is it with? Who was with him? I don't even remember who stars in that with him. But anyway, so. Yeah, I, no, I don't even understand what year that was. I'm sure that was when you guys were kids or something. The rest of us. <laughs> yeah, don't now, now I'm going to have to look it up. Yeah. Go ahead and talk amongst yourself. Um, so what yeah, is gonna... how how is your wife doing and handling all with with all? Oh, of this? she she does great. Yeah, she, it was 1986. <laughs> Money Pit. Okay, I was three, and uh, Shelley Long. Shelley Long. That's what I'm thinking. It was not Shelley. Yep. Uh, oh, she played the Brady Bunch mom in the movie reboots. She did. Uh, she, Shelley Long. She was she was the girl on Cheers. She was Diane on Cheers. Yeah, she played the Brady Bunch mom in the movies. So she she took Florence Henderson. Is it Florence? Who played the mom? Was it Florence yes, Henderson? Was, it was the, the yeah, mom? In the original? Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure it was Shelley Long. Yeah, it was Shelley Long. I was like, I know yeah. I'm not making this up. I, I do like Florence Henderson a lot. Anyway, isn't so, she dead? Well, okay, I did like. What, okay, what does Thank it matter? You. Well, I just, I mean, you're talking about her like you, you love her, like you guys are friends, and she's been dead. No, I mean, for like, I was time. a fan. I was a fan of. Of Florence course, you were from the 1800s. Like, silent pictures. You probably loved watching her silent pictures. Why don't you. Never mind. Oh, so, gosh. So, Chrissy. Oh, so, why do I do this show? <laughs> so, Chrissy, though. So, she actually is taking this well, or is she like. Yeah, no, Chrissy's okay. a champ. She's, right. she's like, she's picking out stuff, ordering stuff. We've. Uh, We've had a couple of Wayfair deliveries to the right, house. But here like, recently. okay, so clearly, I mean, l- listen, women love ordering things. I mean, that's what they it's what they enjoy <laughs> doing. And when the delivery shows up, they're super ecstatic. I say, I swear to God, he is getting he is getting blurry. He is getting blurrier. Lucas, he is getting blurrier. This is how I get kicked off the show. I just get blurrier and blurrier until I'm gone. This dark space, except for one one white oval right in the middle of the screen, and that's all that there is. He looked. You look more and more. You look more and more like a Muppet. Every like. Uh, I'm gonna take a picture of this. So we Bunsen can honey tomorrow. do. Oh my goodness. So now oh, I know he's gone. Completely. Look what he did. Oh, look no, what he did. Back. That's what he. He's this restarted. is what he does. I reloaded hey, myself. There he is. Uh, right before I got the photo too. My back now. Do I look pretty? <laughs> you're better. Yeah, I wouldn't say pretty, but you're better. You're better than you. Don't are. you love that Lucas shows up to this show in his Lucas Miles show hat? Yes. I haven't gotten a Church Boys show hat yet. What a gaslighter. <laughs> Seriously. So, uh, any any chance anyway. we can get the wife to come down and give us the truth about what's going on in the Miles household? When let it comes me to let the... me check here. Okay. I I want to know. Like, my I already have questions that are brewing. The first I would be: too. Did you see how tight? Wait, that... he's not. Here. Did you see how tight his shirt was when he? Yeah, stood no. Up? It's it's definitely like cocktail dress, like a Spanx. It's like a Spanx shirt. We're gonna have to ask about this. <laughs> Thanks. I want to know, you know, and by the way, look how he has his book, The Christian Left, just sitting it's there. right there over his right, shoulder. Right over his shoulder uh-huh. when he does his little his viral videos. Right. Um, I just, I have so many questions. Is it true that he did any sort of mudding or drywalling? All right. Do Is we it, have, uh, you, do we have we our were, trumpet blast? We, oh, wait, let me get it. We, uh, we were, we were noting as when you stood up to go, um, to go retrieve your wife. 
What are you standing? We uh, we noticed you, you were. Hold on. The what? gentleman just said, "Are you standing?" and did staining. not get out of his chair. Staining, I said, staining. Oh, I thought he said like, standing. But we noticed when, when you like stood up. Billy, see, look, it's getting worse. It's getting blurry. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's Billy wrong with my it. video. It looks better. It's I great. Like I, I actually prefer this. One. I it know. Is. Well, maybe maybe this is a sign. I'm being maybe the rapture is of gender like a process, and I'm in the middle of it. <laughs> it's just which you're just does, getting. It's not good for the rest of you. You're getting downloaded. God let you still broadcast the church voice as you're being raptured <laughs> he's just he slowly raptured the wrong I mean, way fading out this is his favorite show you know so i mean so we were noticing that... we were noticing lucas when you stood up to go fetch your wife that oh by the way hello chrissy hi guys um hi that your shirt is exceedingly tight is this a spanx shirt that you're wearing we said this <laughs> dress tight stand up again let us see this i'm not standing up again <laughs> Okay, so so Chrissy slash Missy, um, uh, Lucas was regaling us last week of the trials and travails of the Lucas remodel. What's going on in your home right now, and what happened in the past? Can and that wait, you're muted. I can't hear you. Not, oh, we're muted. There you go. Oh, there, there, there you go. You're back now. Okay. If 2021 hadn't gotten bad enough, we decided that we would do a whole house renovation. So we are in the midst of the biggest money pit re <laughs> we renovation did, we that, earlier. that you could ever imagine. But it's coming to a close on uh, G no, January 31st, February 1st, at least round one. Yeah. Okay. Can yeah. I ask yeah. a question? Round 1.3. Yeah. So, so there's an allegation that Lucas has been laying up putting up drywall how did you it's, it's, it's a claim it's not an allegation it's a claim he has claimed this well i'm gonna say it's an allegation it's, it's, it's criminal before the guy who says laying up drywall i'm very tired okay i got up at three but i'm gonna say i'm gonna say i don't know i don't know what it is but all i'm gonna say is i don't really believe it so i need a confirmation is he mudding and putting up drywall Okay, so he's definitely cutting and hanging the drywall. He is okay. putting some mud and tape on it. I would say he's not finishing. I, which the I said drywall, earlier, I have somebody else who finishes it. Yep, he is hanging it and uh, installing it and taping it. So you okay, just went. So. so you just went through this whole ordeal that he was telling us about last week, and your so your your thought on so we just got done with this whole ordeal we have to redo everything and our thought my thought is being cr Chrissy my th you know what I think would be the better option let's we already ruined this once let's have Lucas fix it <laughs> this was your solution like well, like you're wanting to do it a third book, time he he now that he's done with his book he's he's ready to jump on yes. in. He's oh he's writing a book See, I'm, this is news to me, and, I, and it's, it's welcome news. He, he Unexpected. said he was multi-talented. He is multi-talented. <laughs> he, he likes to dive into a variety of different activities. Now, are you letting him... Is the drywalling that he's responsible for, is it any part of the living space, or are we talking like the garage, outside, some sort of... The space that not a lot of people will see. Okay, uh, that makes but, sense. But it is coming along quite well. It's right. the laundry room. It's the the bathroom there, and I did a little bit in the kitchen actually. Okay, you guys are like. So is this going to be your forever home? Because you're doing all it'll this work here on for it for a while. Yeah, I mean the we're we're renovating it for done, us. It'll be great. Yeah. Okay. I mean, That's whether exciting. or not it's forever home, I don't know, but we're renovating it for us. So okay. what what's what's the deal? Right, and 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 the pond outside. We heard about the fish holocaust yes yeah, what that no, was really 
what are next steps out there? I mean, is it done? Like when spring rolls around, everything's thawed, there you can drop some more fish in there? small patch of river rock that needs to be added in and landscaped a little bit better. Do you better. make Doug get in the pond? Yeah, Doug will definitely get in the pond this year. I, in fact, I, I suspect that he'll be rolling around here pretty soon talking about spring cleanup. So as soon as we can get out oh. there and start cleaning up, we will. Oh, so like well. the pond is not actually done. Like there's cleanup stuff that's got it. Like he just well, left just all his... Because of the, the leaves and everything that oh, falls. Okay. So he's, he'll come through and kind of yeah. freshen it up. I thought maybe so he left all his crap out there. Where we have multiple seasons, we do a fall cleanup <laughs> and a spring cleanup. Yeah, I got you. I understand that. Well, um, so when Lucas is writing a book, <laughs> I, this is what I need to know. How about our stories? Oh, we'll get to our stories. This is my last question, and then, and then you can go, and you don't have to deal with this anymore. But how agitated right. and grumpy does Lucas get? In because he doesn't. I never get to see him really get agitated and grumpy. Give us the behind the scenes of Lucas. So you can tell that Lucas is getting agitated and grumpy when he starts bossing people around. <laughs> oh. Hey, can you go do this? Hey, can you? Go, hey, and it's passive aggressive bossing. Oh, yeah, like, I'm hey, sure. I we imagine. need this to happen. We need that to happen. What that means is, would you please go do <laughs> this for me? Like two days ago, he said we need to work on the laundry this weekend. And I'm like, oh, you mean we... to do your laundry? Because our well, washer and dryer's out. So like, I've it's, been taking it's the laundry up to the laundromat oh you gotta go clean up Ugh. see i it costs an arm and a leg to do laundry in the laundromat three dollars and fifty cents yeah see you should look into people who will do it for you i've never done this but we have friends who do it and they were like they had to do it because their washer and dryer broke and now now that's all they do they're obsessed with it and they like because it wasn't that much more money than just i figured you had i figured you just had helga do your laundry billy no but we did talk about that the other day we were like how much would she charge us if we asked her of course to do our she laundry did of course she looked at this and maybe she could after your groceries are delivered she could pick them up from the front door and bring them into the kitchen we do not go to the store at all anymore i'm not joking today i went to the store only to get a free newspaper <laughs> That was the only reason I went. I do not walk into a store to shop. I also get Walmart delivered now. It's wonderful. Whoa. Billy, you're becoming a recluse. You're like, how are I you? Am. How I kind of love fingernails? it. I don't know. Well, I bite them, so they're not very long. Oh, no. I, I have gross. enjoyed only being in this room for the past two years. It's been wonderful. Wow. It's disgusting. It is gross. <laughs> well, we will let you go now. Thank you for letting us know. So when I'll Lucas starts bossing us. In my staining. Yeah, uh, get some staining done. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, now that we know that if he starts bossing us around, we got to be yeah. worried. Yeah. So is all she right, is so. she a Liberty alum? I saw the Liberty sweatshirt. No, I um, that was a gift from Liberty when I was there uh, earlier this year. They gave oh, us a okay. couple of those. Yeah, she spoke yeah. there. Yeah, no, Lucas. she's uh, she is. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, you said <laughs> pronouns for me. I'm gonna get mad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna have to stitch a video on TikTok. Um, yeah, I'm gonna stitch a video of you, you and your blurry mug. Seriously, get a picture of this because this is. Am I still blurry? Oh, yeah. oh you're blurry. Oh yeah, you look like oh, Bunsen yeah. Honeydew. I don't understand. I'm on a hard wire. <laughs> you need to send send him this send him this screenshot. Why is this uh, happening to me? Maybe it's an inch and a half short. I don't know. <laughs> 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 Oh my god. <laughs> oh, you, you know what? 
Well, well. On that note, I know, I know for sure he's not getting raptured out of this group. Um, the, the, the just like in Left Behind, Lucas will be the pastor left behind. Um, so anyway, I was it was good to see Chrissy. I can't believe she stays married to you though. I know it's crazy. It's crazy. It is. Oh, so I have news. <laughs> And yes. I have this little newspaper here, which you can't see because I'm. It's like a hostage teeth. video from the Middle East. Like he's <laughs> been taken. Well. He's been taken people <laughs> prisoner by people in Afghanistan. And Billy, blink <laughs> twice if you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you guys. Um, I'll, I'll tell you, my daughter was on the cover of a local newspaper. Well, because you, can, you can't prove it. I, well, I can't prove it. I can't. That's why I went to the store to get the free newspaper. It's a community newspaper. Because she and her friends create... It's kind of scary how much your kids are like you sometimes. And you're like, oh, no. She and her friends have created a magazine. And she kept talking about it. And I thought it was like, oh, this fun thing they're doing. But, like, a teacher got involved at the school. They, like, announced it to the whole school today. They're making this, like, newspaper, the fourth grade, these fourth graders. And they're making it available to the whole school. And then a, a local newspaper found out about it and posted an article about it. Wow, that's pretty that's awesome. It is awesome. So who knew? Anyway, what is it? What does it cover? Just like what's going on at the school, or I mean, it's yeah, it's like it's like little articles that they want to write. Like she's going to interview her mom about what it's like to be a teacher, and she's going to interview. Like they interview each other. They, but I mean, then they type it up and they work with the teacher to like get it put together and formatted. They do. They have people doing cartoons. They've got. I mean, like they've really replicated like a kid version of a like a little magazine. That's right. really cute. That's fun. So there you go. Yeah. Hopefully she doesn't go into media. I gotta try to dissuade oh, her not to, but it seems like decision. suddenly, suddenly <laughs> she wants to. Um, so anyway, we should talk about the Satanist Club, which I know you're yes. both a member of. Yeah, let's hear yes. it. So, all right. So there is this, there is this Satan Club that apparently it's getting a lot of a lot of coverage because um, it's in Illinois. They want to. They put out a little flyer, and it's like kids come and learn with us, and it's basically like an after school program to counter like the Bible study group in this Illinois school. This is a thing the Satanists are doing now, and it's a Satanic temple. Which I always remind people: this is an atheist group parading, parading as though they're Satanists, right? And and they're Satanists in terms of. You know, the literary term of it, but they don't believe in God. They don't believe in Satan. Sure. But anyway, they've created this program. Parents are freaking out. They're all up in arms about it. And the school had to come out and say, look, we are not affiliated with this. They're renting the space, right? Like everybody in the community can rent the space. They're renting it during this after school hour. We're not involved in it, blah, blah, blah. But it is, it is interesting because they're intentionally targeting this school because allegedly they have this Bible study group going on, right? What do you think? Do we have to let the Satan group have their after-school program? Well, in in a sane world, you'd be able to say to the authorities and go, um, Satan, I mean, and th that would be enough. But I, I, apparently, I, either Lucas <laughs> is perfecting his RBF or he has frozen. Lucas, are you still there? I am still here. Okay. Yeah. Well, Can you hear me? Yes. Gotcha. So... You know, I don't. So basically, when you look at the reaction to this, the board has said 
the superintendent came out. She's like, look, the Board of Education allows communities to use the facilities. The district approves many facility use agreements with local churches. They made that point. You know, since we've allowed religious entities to rent the facility after school hours, we're not permitted to discriminate against other religious viewpoints. Right. So it is an it is an interesting. I mean, constitutionally, I don't think there is an argument to deny them the space. Now, they don't again, they don't really they use Satanist imagery, but they don't really worship Satan. But. I mean, it's so funny. You look at their little tweet. It says, does your child's school need an after-school club as an alternative to the Good News Club or other religious clubs? After-school Satan Club, ASSC, is back. And then there's a whole, like, advertisement yeah, that, for it. That sounds like the perfect the yeah. perfect thing that our children need. <laughs> Just right. Exactly. Yes. And there's, and Coming to a school near you. Libs of TikTok has, you know, the, the flyer, the flyer, and it's yes. basically... It says this after school club is taught by volunteer teachers who passed criminal background checks and have been verified by the executive ministry for yeah. professionalism. And they just go on and on and on about, oh um, but, but they describe the satanic temple as a non-theistic religion that views Satan as a mythical figure representing individual freedom. Um, they're not trying to convert children to any religious ideology. Anyway, I mean, I get, they have a right to be there. What would you guys say to Christian parents freaking out about this? Well, I, I would say that they're, it's fair enough to be a little bit freaked out, but to, I would remind them that what you just said, and it's on the flyer, as you read from the flyer, that this isn't, they're not doing Satan worship. However, there's a reason that they're doing Satan, right? There's, there, it's not healthy, and that's why I think that there's part of me that says, okay, if you want to have the atheist club, have an atheist club, but having a club that's the satanic club, say, well, we just believe in atheism. You go, um, Satan... I think that there should be. I think that in America, in a common sense, in a world of common sense, which we don't have anymore, that there ought to be a an automatic visceral reaction to Satan. Like that's a that's a no go. That is an automatic disqualifier, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you would you would think yeah. one would think right. Well, and I think the spiritual aspect of this too that's important to remember is okay, you know, great, you're having your little your little Satanist club and your whatever, but but there's a spiritual aspect to this. They don't believe they're being influenced by Satan. They don't believe in Satan, but guess what? Satan's using you and he's using them, obviously, and keeping his imagery and his name there. And that's I mean, you can get super spiritual about it. To me, it's an opportunity for the Bible club. I'd be ramping up. I'd yeah. be like, Oh, okay, we're gonna rent right. three nights a week. Like right. we're gonna be there. We're going to be there even more. And, the, you and know? It, yeah, you would think there's stuff they could do, you know, but, you know, as far as the school to maybe discourage this or or make it more challenging by maybe renting to other groups instead. But, you know, it, it's interesting. I, I just did a, vi uh, a video on TikTok the other day. I'll, I'll give a plug for my TikTok again. And uh, at Mr. Lucas Miles. And the it was interesting. There was a priest on there who was, was talking about how Satan was misunderstood. And he kind of went on this whole rant and basically, you know, it kind of came down to this idea that Satan is uh, he is he he's he basically is the accusation, the, the spirit of accusation that exists and how Satan exists the most in Christians that accuse each other. So this was a progressive Christian that was kind of talking about this whole argument, but he was he was basically acknowledging that he didn't believe in an actual Satan. It was just a. Um, you know, kind of a, a metaphorical Satan that is then manifesting within Christian populations and everything else through accusation against one another. Um, and I think that that's, you know, this is this is becoming more and more of a conversation. And to me, like, this is where all this critical theory stuff goes, is eventually it comes down to you have so much of the oppressor and oppressed 
that eventually the the true oppressor is God and the oppressed is Satan. You know, that's <laughs> yeah, that's where right. the conversation goes. And so now all of a sudden Satan is like the misunderstood hero that we need to rally behind, whether you believe he's real or just metaphorical and thus these groups and everything else that exists. Yeah. Yeah, like he's a hero of freedom. He's not a hero. He's a freaking zero. I would be, I, I would be curious. I would be, I would be curious <laughs> to know how many Satan clubs there are. A Satan club after school. A Satan after school club. Why not one of them? The Satan clubs there are yeah. in schools where there aren't Christian clubs. Because I believe these, uh, uh, this club is only exists in order to poke and give the finger to yes. religious clubs. Because yeah. that's why they have in sure. the fine print. The Constitution requires schools to respect the right of all external organizations to distribute flyers, right? And if we let one group, we got to let another group. It's only about giving the finger to to Christian or I bet I bet if there is a school that was a that was in a community that was predominantly Muslim, right? That there's not a Satan group going. Well, we have to have equal access so that we can have a Satan group. No, it's only well, to poke the people Christians in the eyes, which is fine. It's, but they kind of admit that. I'm, I'm on the website right now. The After School Satan Club meets at select public schools where good news clubs also operate. So there you go. I mean, it sounds like... I mean, they're just I, we trolling should, these Christian clubs, basically. That's all they are. Yeah. Which is I why mean, they won't last. The, the, in, the environment's open, and parents are welcome to participate. Um, now, the, it says the classes are designed to promote intellectual and emotional development. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> um, Interesting. And then they have a whole frequently asked question. Oh, let, hold on. What are good news clubs? Good news clubs are an after-school program established by an insidious organization. I knew it was going to be good. Known as the Child Evangelism Fellowship, whose stated mission is to evangelize boys and girls with the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ and to establish, <laughs> disciple them in the word of God in a local church for Christian That yeah, sounds really terrible. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's... it's but these are people who have oh, way too much time on their hands and apparently I mean, need to have I, their attention yeah. got. It's even so much better that Billy's reading all that and he's still blurry. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what, guys? I feel like this is a problem. That I did. I'm not blaming myself for this. I I think it's you too. There's literally like, you know, you might have like, you know, you have 1080 by 720 pixels or whatever. Right. You have like five by four or something right. like and that in your pixel I don't understand why right this is just... happening to me. I don't understand. <laughs> anyway, I, do. I anyway, definitely do. I the good news club thing is fascinating. Now, um, did we start the show? Uh, no, I don't think we did. We, we'll start the show and we'll come back and talk a little bit about uh, our 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 glorious and intelligent woman who is, if something were to happen to Joe Biden, would be in charge of this country. Have we? Uh, yeah, we can come back and talk about her as soon as I can find the opening. All right, here we go. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen. Hello! From the sublime to the ridiculous, but mostly ridiculous. Billy Hollowell. Hey, does this suit make me look fat? It's not what he said, you ignorant wretch. Chris Field. Bad guy in little coat. Let me tell you why I suck. Lucas Miles. I want you to forget what you saw here today. Aw, I've interrupted happy time. The Church Boys. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I hate these guys. Speaking of Satan, the, the guy we've, oh, we have yeah. hired to do our voiceover work. <clears throat> <laughs> you know, some people really get worked up about that voiceover work. 
Who? Like, how could you guys have Satan doing it? And it's, you know, it's I, a thing. I, I don't think that that's, I don't think that's actually a thing. It shouldn't be. I don't be, think but... people get really worked oh, up no, about that. I've seen, there were people on social media. No. A couple. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, it's really sacrilege. You know, well, yeah. hundred percent. I mean, it is. I'm glad that, but I mean, I don't see, I don't, I'm not saying that I, saying no, because how could somebody think that? I'm saying no because I'm like we're not popular enough to have actually people who would protest against the things that we <laughs> well, do. Well, there are ten. I see, I tagged you. We, uh, I had a, I had a friend that mentioned Church Boys on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, I saw people, that. Today. People, low key like that. We were like almost in the top 100 again last week. People are low key here for us. Yeah, and I have uploaded a whole bunch of old stuff oh, into no. the in like backdated stuff. So there's a whole bunch of other stuff if people want to get back into the archives. Ooh. And they actually started listening to it. Like, like anyway. Um, so, uh, by the way, I was so I, last night I was working, I was with the <laughs> sitting around listening to himself on <laughs> <laughs> last night. I was listening. I was talking to some teenage working with some teenagers and a skillet song came on and a couple of these guys started singing and I didn't know that they were skillet fans. They're not, they're not church kids at all or anything, but they, they come on Wednesday nights and I said, Oh, you like, I'm, I'm, I didn't know you were skillet fans because they were like singing the words. They knew the lyrics. I said, oh, they said, oh yeah, we love skillet. I said, yeah, we just, I just talked to John Cooper last week. They said, no. I said, yeah, we've talked to him a couple of times, interviewed him. They like for work. I said, well, that was a podcast. You have a, so like we've got kids now who are wanting to listen to our sh stupid show. Oh no. Well, we're corrupting. Actually, I'm so sorry. I mean, we have the best, we have the best show and I don't we care do. what anybody <laughs> says. Sorry. Ben we, we might need to change our rating. <laughs> Sorry, Ben, ben Shapiro <laughs> and Candace Owens. No, they're, um, they're chumps. I mean, they're friends. We we love them, but um, they're nice people. But anyway, we, you had something with Kamala Harris. Their cameras are blurry. Our, their cameras are definitely not blurry. They got a budget. Um, <laughs> this is all hold, held together with duct tape and bailing twine. So. <laughs> Another thing from the 1800s that none of us know about. Oh, okay, but you live in this community. We know what bailing twine is because yeah, we okay. still buck that bales. Is this here. community code for pre-colonial America. You've seen anyway. oh, Never mind. It's, not, it's pointless to talk to, oh, to city slickers like. Were you, you in that movie, The Village? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's more populated than where I live. Oh my gosh! All right, so. <laughs> So today, this morning, uh, Thursday morning, we got morning. something for, uh, huh? Is it... Yeah, no, I was, okay. I was trying to transition to your story there. <laughs> She's very confused. She's the queen of transitions. Stop so, it. uh, Stop this it. morning, Thursday morning, Kamala Harris, Vice President Harris, is on the Today Show and being interviewed by Craig Melvin, right? And so he's asking her. I like Craig. I do too. I think he, I think it's funny to hear him speak because it's like he doesn't have your typical NBC News voice, right? He's also a Christian. Oh, is he? I, I, he seems like a really yes, nice guy. I had him on. I had him on my show last year. Anyway, oh, that's right. You mentioned that. So anyway, mm -hmm. so he's interviewing uh, Vice President Harris, and he has a whole bunch of questions that he asks her, and they all none of them go well. But this one is the piece de resistance, <laughs> right? Like he asks her, "Is it time to rethink the COVID strategy?" You'll hear him ask the question. Rethink the COVID strategy, but listen to her response because you have to remember if something were to happen to Joe Biden, she's in charge. So here's this short, very short clip. Does the administration say, you know what, the strategy isn't working? We're going to change strategies. Six former administration officials last week wrote that open letter urging the administration to change course, to change strategy. 
Is it time? It is time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. Every day it is time for us to agree that there are things and tools that are available to us to slow this thing down. And so right now we know we still have a number of people that, that is in the million. So that's her thoughtful response. What is that? What is that? Who knows? What? She doesn't know. Can can I just say that I felt like she was really trying to like, like consciously make sure that she didn't laugh during that. Yes. And there was another. <laughs> I section. feel like her initial thing is always like to laugh. But like oh, yeah. you, you knew that somebody handed her a note right before she that she went Don't on like cackle. she was not going to laugh. Yeah. Right. Well, and yes. the, the crazy thing is, if you were to listen to her, her other clips from there are times where you can see she is forcing herself not to laugh. Like she gets that look on her face, that pre-laugh look that she gets, and she yep. somehow held it in because she wanted to do the cackle. I got to defend her a little bit on this oh, regard. I am that. Do. I am no. I mean, that was appalling. What I don't even know what she's talking about, but. When I am nervous and I've had to really work against this, my wife hates it. It's like her biggest effie. I will laugh. Yeah. So I could be in a really awful situation and I'll start to laugh about it because I'm so uncomfortable in the situation. And so I I feel like that's kind of when she doesn't know what to do, her go-to is to cackle. Yeah. And you have to stop doing that because it enrages your spouse, A, but B, it makes you look insane. Right. So let's let's I've I've queued it up to her answer one more. Just see if you can possibly translate this. Here we go. It is time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. Every day it is time for us to agree that there are things and tools that are available to us to slow this thing down. And so right now we know we still have... Anyway, so that's it. That's It's like, it's like somebody who took a melatonin. <laughs> she... I I think that whatever Joe Biden has is contagious. <laughs> she caught it. I don't understand. She caught Joe Biden. Today is, is the day to do the thing that happens every day. Right. Like it's and just like, I what? think that today is a day. It's a very day that pizza sauce, you know, I mean, yeah. just like, <laughs> yeah, it's all over the place. Cupcake residue. Yeah, I don't know what you, I don't understand. I don't understand it. I don't understand what happened. Now, it's here's what I did here, though. And I I, uh, I sent this story to you guys earlier. She referenced tools, that we have tools at our disposal. And one of the tools, I think it's a CBN story that uh, was covered here is that uh, I'll read the uh, title of this article. Watchdog warns Biden admin looks to be creating a database of Americans who ask for religious exemption. And that's a tool that they have at their disposal that they're say, utilizing. Say that, that again. Keeping a record of. Basically, they are creating a database of people who have asked for religious exemptions oh, great. regarding COVID. And this is for... Um, Let's see here. Daily Signal news publication, the Heritage Foundation reports it's happening at the pretrial services agency for the District of Columbia is where they are piloting this. And the article kind of references that this has the intention of maybe rolling out to other agencies as they figure it out. Um, can All right. Let me ask a question of you guys, because I want I'm, this is a legitimate question. It's not a pushback. It's a, for I'm um, for an evangelical what is the religious objection outside of there may have been fetal cell, which there there aren't fetal cells in in Pfizer, but what is the religious objection? Because I've not heard so it. So I, I, 
Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think that most people have done a very poor job with this. And my criticism has been that, you know, people are just saying, I have a religious exemption, but they don't really know what that means or why they have a religious right. exemption. And and they've taken every other vaccine to think of, but all of a sudden this one they haven't. And so the I did a I did a series on this for a couple of weeks. And so from a theology standpoint, um, what I would point to is something that's called sphere sovereignty. And so this is talked a lot about a lot more in reformed churches, which I'm not reformed, but they I think have have done a much better job addressing this than than most evangelical churches have. But essentially it's this that that you know God has authority over all and that he has granted spheres of authority um, in different arenas. So the state has a certain degree of authority. They have a sphere that they have authority over. Uh, we see that in Romans 13. The family has a sphere of authority. A, a husband has a sphere of authority. Um, an individual has a sphere of authority. And so the idea is that where your sphere ends and another begins, you do not have the right to dictate uh, um, uh, what happens in that realm when it belongs to the authority of somebody else. And so the state has authority over certain things, but they do not have authority over what happens with inside of your home, over a parent's, you know, uh, um, oversight of their children, or even over an individual's oversight of their own body. That is an authority that belongs to them. And so when the state is overstepping its authority, it is, it is right that we have a religious exemption to that because they are entering in a realm that only God has the ability to move between authorities in in um dictating you know uh having authority only god has the ability to move to these different spheres in dictating authority in each sphere so i think that you're getting even more detailed and technical than you need to for a religious exemption i filed a religious exemption and got it and that was i don't think you need to say that yes but my, yeah, my, ahead, my religious exemption was simply and because the the state of the state of washington the, the director of education, they put it on the, they let the school districts decide how they're going to work on these religious exemptions. And my mine was, listen, I, I don't put things in my body that I don't know what it's going to do to me. Simply, simply put, it doesn't have to be something. After a giant barbecue dinner. But I know what the barbecue Continue. dinner will do. <laughs> but yes, I, and I, I, I don't think it has to be some, I mean, I have, I have conservative friends who are like, who are these people with these religious exemptions? And I'm like, it doesn't have to be something that your denomination, or if you're Catholic, that right, the Catholic exactly. Church says, we have individual convictions, right? If there are things yep. that God has convicted me on that he has said, that's not for you. And we've talked about this before. For me, alcohol is, is something I don't, participate in. I don't I don't take part in in any alcoholic drinks, not because I think having a glass of wine is sinful for just generally speaking, it's because God has said for me, Chris, it's not for you, right? Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, I have a history sense. there's a history of alcoholism in my family. I why why test it? Why so if God if I'm convicted on I don't I'm not going to put stuff into my body that I think could be has a potential for being unhealthy. I don't know what it does, what it is. Then I shouldn't be re I I'm not going to put it into my body. And if I yeah. have to be fired, then then you go ahead and fire me. But I'm not, that's not something that I'm choosing to do at this point. I will also add that I, I'm I'm willing to be convinced on the vaccine. I just haven't been yet. And <laughs> yeah. so and, you got to get out of that inside job mindset. No, <laughs> exactly. I'm totally I'm messing with you. I, I think both of those are good explanations. I think people need to hear the explanation because a lot of people are very confused, and that and that does really both of those actually help provide because I I do think there are some people who hide behind the 
I have a religious, uh, you know, they couldn't, they would not be able to say what you just said, which is legitimate. Well, and the, and the, 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 the director sure. of the sure. superintendent of public instruction in the state of Washington, right? The guy who oversees all of the public schools in Washington state said, he says, if you have a, a conviction, a religious, a, a religiously held conviction, a, a strong conviction on something, and he kind of opened the door, like, even if you are not a Christian person or you're not a faith person, if you have this strong conviction, sincerely held personal belief, then we're not going to force this on you. And which was interesting to hear because other districts have, have enforced it more than some than ours. But like my sister is over on the West side and she got a religious exemption, which we were praying for. And we were glad that she got, and, and it was kind of surprising, but I think that more people got religious exemptions than people really realize this, this nightmare yeah, is I never going to be over. No. Well, maybe uh, with Omicron. I mean, I think that it has the ability to be over if we want it to be. That's you know, the thing. That's this will the, last as long as we let it. So, um, I, I mean, it, Yes. And, and look, the, the the religious exemptions, I mean, I, I was, I've been talking to several people in the military that have basically been told that they can't get a religious exemption, that yep. it's not going to process time and everything else. And, you know, multiple people I know who have uh, resigned from the military as a result of this. And again, I, I mean, I think that, you know, Chris is a valid point, you know, on that if you don't know what something is. And again, you, that you're making that decision and for you, it doesn't mean it has to be right for everybody. If somebody has a different medical situation or they're getting different advice from their doctor, you know, sure, go talk to them. I think that it gets dangerous. The the, the flip side of this, and I've been very, um, I've been very skeptical of the vaccine. I've been very um, even more, um, you know, adamantly against any form of mandates that have existed for mass or vaccine. Um, but I think that as Christians, we need to make sure we're not condemning people if they make a different decision yep. than what we make, you know, about say the vaccine um the other thing i think that's important in that is when you look at uh, i think it's first Corinthians eight when talks about and i've compared this before to like meat sacrifice to idols he gives this whole illustration of like how you relate to the weaker brother and the stronger brother and i think that you know without going too much into that right now i think that the the conclusion of that is that we never make a decision that pressures somebody to go beyond to to uh, you know to push them in a place to where they don't feel comfortable making a decision or they're not comfortable with something that's out there and so and that's what's happening so like if you're a christian and you're pro-vaccine great but but we should never get to a place to where we are every single christian should be against mandates and that because that could potentially push somebody outside of their realm of conscience and and force them to do something that they're not you know confident in their faith to be able to do right yeah i think i think the the difference with the military to me, is that it's the military. You have signed your life over. I, I can understand the government mandating a vaccine and they because they mandate in other things as well. But well, yeah, the hospital worker thing is interesting too. It is. You know, and, and I, it's federally funded hospitals. But does is that one of those things where it extends to like every hospital that accepts any Medicare and Medicaid funds? And, uh, that, apparently, that's what that's what it looks like. Because that that's different than hospitals that are run by the VA, or you know, you've made a choice to work for the government in right. that. In that, any hospital that takes Medicare and Medicaid funds, apparently, it's just like it's a thing. It's the same thing that Liberty, not Liberty, that the what's the school in Michigan that that avoids the whole government interaction. They don't take any. They don't Hillsdale. allow any. Yeah, Hillsdale doesn't take any students to, that have federal loans. I mean, they won't allow students to use federal loans for their tuition because they don't want federal involvement in what they're trying to do. I, I, well, that's where things are heading. So yeah. yeah, I think the the healthcare thing is interesting because I heard somebody point out today that the that the plaintiffs 
the people who were appealing the decision, none of them were actually healthcare workers. So I can, you know, I, I, I completely disagree with the Supreme Court's decision today to allow the healthcare ma- worker mandate to stand. I disagree with it wholeheartedly. I think, but what I think it's fair, or at least fair-ish, to point out that apparently none of the people who were in court fighting against it were actually healthcare workers. That doesn't yeah. mean that doesn't mean that these other people didn't have standing. I don't mean that. I just thought I thought that was interesting. If if healthcare worker, why aren't healthcare workers themselves standing up against this in, in the Supreme Court? They are in other venues, but why why weren't they in the they, Supreme Court? They are, but the vast majority of healthcare workers have gotten vaccinated. It's like you know, yeah. it's three percent, two percent that yeah, don't get yeah. vaccinated, whatever. But but still, that's their right. It's their right to to fight. Well, it's you have a lot of them that quit. You know, that's yeah. not. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you you have a lot that just left. They left six months ago. Right. You know, exactly uh, over this thing. And and I think a lot of people like they don't even like. How do you go fight at the Supreme Court? You know, what does that even look like? Right. I think that that thing that, uh, that that becomes very overwhelming for a lot of people that you know they don't even know the process to get there. Right. Yeah, no, it'll be, it's going to be interesting to see well, and, how it plays out. I've, here's where I've settled on COVID. I hate everybody. And I mean, I love everybody, <laughs> I but I, I do fair. not like, I have not met anybody who, and I told Chris this today, I speak with any human, including you two, if after two seconds of a conversation, I, I don't like anybody I'm talking to in yeah, that moment. I don't want to hear it. it. I don't care if they're pro-vaccine, I don't care if they're anti-vaccine. I feel like everybody is completely nuts on COVID and nobody has any solution whatsoever. And that's where I'm comfortable landing. <laughs> that's, fa- that's fair. You know, I thought it was interesting that today, Thursday, California has ordered all COVID positive healthcare oh, yeah. workers to come to work. <laughs> but well, yet they, but yet they, five days. Yeah. Well, no, they said if you were tested today and you yes. tested positive, yeah, yeah. but you're asymptomatic or you don't really, you don't feel really bad to come to work. Right. Of course, if you're unvaxxed and also COVID negative, you've been fine. Well, yeah. <laughs> It, that see that stuff's crazy. I yeah. mean, that's crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm Billy, somewhere between I'm somewhere between you guys and Gavin Newsom. I don't know where. I'm somewhere. <laughs> so let me. Okay, let me ask you this. I know. I know we need to go. Billy's gonna turn to a pumpkin, and apparently, getting the COVID a shot makes you uh, makes you blurry and you know blow <laughs> oh, yeah, up like a balloon. booster too, guys. So you better run. <laughs> so uh, let me ask this, uh, and uh, I mean, maybe we need to discuss it another time, but. So I had a lot of people, friends who were very adamant about don't get the vaccine. And and my my counter argument was in a devil's advocate sort of way, but also because I was toying with the idea of do I do this or not? If the job I want to have requires me to have the vaccine, let's say coaching football like I was, that place is my mission field. If I, like Lucas, am going to go out around the world and, and go different places and I'm required to get the COVID vaccine in order to be a missionary in Uganda, right? Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to get the vaccine so I can be a missionary in Uganda because that's my mission field. In order, So what about those of us who are like, I got the religious exemption, but what about that counter argument? Lucas, what do you think of that? Look, I mean, I think that, you know, again, and you want to know, you want to know what you're doing to your body. And I think that there are some people that are going to say, hey, I want to be a missionary to Uganda um, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to be a missionary for Uganda very long if I'm putting something in my body that's going to potentially be detrimental to me. Yeah. Um, whether or not, and I'm not saying it is or it isn't, but that that could be a question that somebody has. Right. Um, I think that this becomes a very just again, it's a it's a personal choice. It's exactly. an issue of conscience for each person, 
for them to decide what's the fight. I, I, I feel like, you know, uh, for my stance against these mandates, um, you know, if I had an individual that said, hey, you know what, I'm, I've, you know, have a really compromised immune system. Would you mind putting a mask on when you're hanging out next to me? I, I would do that. I would acquiesce to that. If, right. they, if they were asking in a relational way, you know, for that, and I was there ministering to them or talking with them or visiting with them or whatever. But just the idea that in order to walk into a building, I have to put on a mask when I'm not, you know, like it's ridiculous. I, Phil Cook posted something today. I think uh, uh, it was it was on Instagram of it was a picture of a bunch of guys wearing diapers. And it said something like you have a ninety nine point nine seven percent chance of crapping your pants. So everybody has to wear a diaper, you know, <laughs> or, or like, you know, the, the, you like guys, the, you guys, Billy has a higher die. Billy has a higher you percentage. Die in New York. You would die in New York. You have to wear masks everywhere indoors. They're required. Yeah, no, I wouldn't do it. Weird. I wouldn't do it. I, I, I just I mean, I would be one of the New Yorkers moving to Florida. It doesn't Here, here's the deal. bother I don't, me. It doesn't upset me. Do I like it? No, it just it doesn't. It doesn't. I don't have like the reaction that you guys because, have to it. Yeah. Can I? I won't say what I was going to say, but because that would have been rude. But I would have well, started. You could say whatever. I, nothing. Um, it doesn't upset me anymore. I, I think, think it's short. So I think it's short sighted. I think it's short sighted because sure. to me, this is it, I don't want to give one bit of ground to tyrannical people. These are not people that have your best interests in mind. They're not people that are looking out for you. Um, they have showed this time and time and time again. And so to give them any ground in this way, I think is doing a disservice for future generations. And I think that we have to be the generation that stops it. I think that this is what happened, you know, and again, this is an extreme example, but I think that, you know, we could, you know, we, we could make arguments for early phases, things like when you go, how could the Holocaust happen? It's because people just, you know, allowed each little thing to go by and they didn't protest. They didn't go against it. Right. And I think there's ways that we can resist and protest and still, so, you know, um, can I just counter the the Hitler entrance here for a second with this? I just want to counter though with with this, and I think I I understand where you're coming from. I don't again. I don't have the strong views I had when we first started doing the show because Lucas is like gearing up for my because I literally think everybody's crazy. So including you and you and me and everybody, but I tend to think that most of this has been well-intentioned with people who are clueless because they're government bureaucrats. And so, yes, you shouldn't, I don't think we should give in on, on everything. Do I think that the masks are going to be the start of some horrible thing? No. Could they be sure? Does it bother me? Like I will wait until I'm convicted on like, this is your conviction, right? And I can't judge you for it. This is not my, my con I live in New York. We have way bigger problems in New York than making people mask. And I've been here for 20 years and there's far bigger battles to be fighting you know, starting to fight that battle, you're going to lose ground in other areas. I get it, though. I get it. I think um, I think that we've got to figure out how to live together and get through this. And I don't I don't know how that's going to happen because the church is so splintered on it. What example are we setting? Right. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I think that I think the church should be splintered on it. If you have people within the church, say, making the statement of Jesus flipped over tables, so therefore it's okay if people riot, and you know you should love everybody, and so that means you should have to wear a mask. You know these are these are terrible theological arguments, but it's all we hear from progressive Christians, and I think that you know when we look at this again, it it, it is you know what's the long term ramifications of this? I don't think that these people have our best interests in mind. There's some people that are in the middle that certainly do that that are on the spectrum. But I think that that there have been individuals been talking about this for a long time about how to utilize public health in order to trump constitutional values. 
And that's true. And and is, I, yeah, I wouldn't this, deny absolutely. That. Yeah, and and so and and they have found a way to do it. Whether or not you know COVID was you know intentional, that doesn't matter. All that matters is they found a way to do it with COVID, and it provided the opportunity to use public health to trump constitutional rights and they are not going to stop there they're going to they're going to take that as far as they absolutely can and not just and not just and not just attempt to trump constitutional rights but to pull in people and make them accessories to the to the crime or whatever because you got a whole lot of we have a whole lot of official we have a whole lot of officials like in our schools right like kids have to quarantine if so-and-so is with so-and-so then all these 10 people have to quarantine or everybody has to wear a mask or in order to do this you have to be vaxxed or whatever i'm not just talking just schools but then you talk to these people that, well, that's what the state's ordering is. We're just following orders. Historically speaking, the whole I'm just following orders thing isn't a great look. <laughs> I agree with you guys. Yes. I think people should question these things and, and talk about them. I also think we have to pick a lane. And this is I'm not targeting you, Lucas, but a lot of us are like, we just played a Kamala Harris clip. You know, we're painting these people out to be buffoons and idiots, but on the flip side, we're acting as though they've they've got the great reset ready to go. So which is it? Are they stupid, crazy people? Um, or are they well, maniacal let me be specific. people? The people in front of the microphones are, the are buffoons. Yes, exactly. We have some useful idiots that got propped up so the real powerful people behind the scenes can make stuff happen. Well, I and don't know. All I, know all I I, I think that there's an argument to be made that there are instances where wearing a mask is loving to other people. I know you don't agree. You probably don't agree with that, Lucas. I think there's an argument to be made. If you're with a cancer patient, maybe well, it's that's a what he, he just said that. Ward, visiting somebody, of course. Well, it, but just, that would have been true before COVID. Right. But Lucas just said that. He said, if, I have, if I'm a, with an immunocompromised friend and they ask me to wear a mask, I'll wear one. And that was his point. Sure, yeah, sure. This, this but, but I, think, I, I don't think we should have just this blatant, like, I'm never going to do this, you know. But at sure. the moment that somebody, but again, that's my personal choice. Now, if somebody robs me of that choice, that becomes a different issue, you know, and and, and because we are entering in, again, we're crossing that barrier of sphere sovereignty, and they are taking away the God-given rights that I have to be right. able to make that decision. Right. And, I mean, I but we that, see it in everything else. It's not just with masks. Forget COVID, right? In order to make me feel yeah. good or to feel safe, you have to call me they or them or or Z or she yeah. or key or yeah. Z or what Latinx exactly. or whatever else, right? It's 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 all of this stuff. And it says Eric Eric, my friend Eric Erickson said years ago, you will be made to care, right? Forcing people to care yeah. isn't care. Sure. I, I don't have any answers. I can't. I'm giving you guys like kind of other sides, but I'm not even that passionate about it anymore. I just I have not heard anything that completely convinces me from any from anyone. And I have considered going back through our past conversations just so I can find all the instances that I was right and you were wrong. That's what I'm looking well, for. It would so be, we might it would be together a montage. Right. It would, you can, it would be a you six can hour pull show. Them together, but I would still defend the fact that I that what we went through here was nothing like what you guys went through. Yeah. So. And I think that, you know, even still we're feeling ramifications of it. So I think, you know, it's they're just very different things. And our perspective is going to be shaped by where we are. Right? I think and that's true. Doing. And I think it's also fair. It's not just where we are, but when we are. There are things that I was saying when this pandemic first started that I'm like, I don't I don't buy that now. Like the whole two weeks to stop the spread. Most people, for the most part, were at least partially on board with that idea. Not totally, not 100 percent. Yeah, initially. But, initially right, initially, yeah, right but now I'm like, no, 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 no. And then I look back on it and I go, that was stupid. Yeah. That was looking. That was yeah. stupid then. We thought it was a good idea then, but it was stupid yeah. then. It's not yeah. stupid in retrospect. It was actually stupid then. 
Yeah, I mean, I think, <laughs> right. I think that I, I will say shutting down New York in the beginning for like two weeks, three weeks, I was on board with that. Like I thought shutting us down because it was so right and nobody knew how to treat it. Once right. you knew how to treat it, yeah. looking back, you're right. There's things that I was saying, yeah, we should do this. We should, you know, you look back and you're like, okay, we now know more about it. When we didn't know anything, that what was not understandable was why that went on for two years, a year and a half, right? I mean, so yeah, there's a lot. Listen, I don't think you guys are wrong. I also don't think you guys are right. I'm literally, li I'm going to be comfortable living in, and I will be one of those people, I guess I'll be like marching down the road following orders. I don't even know. I'll probably be in my basement ordering from Walmart because that's just what I do. Or just slowly blurring away into the ether. <laughs> I just, I don't know. It's hard for me because our, the Christian reaction, which I think, to your point, Lucas, needs to be strong. When it's strong here, it's an immediate barrier to getting the gospel to anybody who's watching it. And and I'm not saying you compromise that, but I think you have to be a little more, I don't know, pliable in how you're going to approach COVID if you want to reach people. Because people here feel very, very, it's like, it is the, it's a black and white issue and that's it. And I've got family who feel that way. I've got people around me who think that I'm crazier than you two are based on where I currently am right now. So, well, invite me to dinner. That's all I got to say. <laughs> well, you you don't wear a mask, so it, it can't happen. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I barely ever wear a mask unless I go into a store because I have to. And I rarely go to a store. So there you go. I, I wear masks on airplanes and in medical facilities. That's the only place that I'll wear one. And 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 because you're required to, not because you would want to. No, right. who would go in a doctor? I'm yes, sorry. Exactly. Who would go into a doctor? You two would go into a doctor's office or an urgent care right now without a mask on. Oh, absolutely. That's insane. Oh, absolutely. I no. wouldn't do that on a normal day. You guys are gross. Oh, I have no problem. I, oh. I would, Everybody's I would, in urgent listen, care yeah. because they're Unlike, there I'm, urgently. I would I would rub up against a subway handle too, Billy. So that's, I mean. Well, I don't ride subways. <laughs> I didn't ride subways pre-COVID and Chris knows this. Because <laughs> you have to, you're not going to, because you're not going to hang out with, the, you know, you're not going to slum it. No. That right? No, it's not that. I don't go, I don't go where there's that many germs. And, and I'm not kidding. I will willingly wear a mask into, into an urgent care. They're disgusting. Did you wear, no, did you, before all well, of this? Well, that's why Church Boys is so great. Did you, before all of this, did you, did you wear masks into urgent care? Um, no, but I sat as far against the wall away from everybody uh, as I possibly could. Yeah. Urgent care is second to the subway it really is, in terms it of really is, It really is like yeah. a third world country. Yeah. All right, we better <laughs> get out of here. <sighs> we didn't fight about there. COVID. We didn't fight. And Lucas was so ready. Lucas had the look on his face like, oh, oh he no. Did. He was primed. Well, you were so blurry. I couldn't tell what you what your perspective was. So <laughs> I don't do you think anybody's going to listen to all the madness at the start of the show to get to this great conversation? Well, I hope so. I hope. We solved COVID. It's over. It's done. I, I love you guys and respect your position. I just think you're nuts. The Church Boys. I am uh, I am very willing to let the American public judge my physical and mental fil my physical as well as my mental fil fitness. Person, woman, man, camera, TV. They say that's amazing. How did you do that? 